Welcome to Thrive Beyond Pornography, the podcast where real couples like us candidly navigate the journey to a healthier, more connected life. Join us as we share personal experiences, expert insights, and practical tips to help you thrive in your relationships and break free. Together, let's repair and build a rock-solid connection, becoming a couple that can overcome any challenge. You're listening to the Self Mastery Podcast, where we break through barriers holding you back from becoming who you want to be. Whether you're struggling with pornography, overeating, social media addiction, or just want to get better at succeeding at life, this podcast is for you. Now your host, Zach Spafford. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another beautiful Mastery Monday here on the Self Mastery Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Spafford. This is episode number 61. It has been 61 episodes since I started talking about pornography on the worldwide internet. <laughs> much much to the dismay of my wife's grandmother, I'm pretty sure. So I'm pretty excited about today's episode. It has nothing to do with it being episode number 61, but I just I noticed that when I was putting this together and I thought, oh, that's kind of cool. Episode number 61, that's pretty neat. So when I was about 14 years old, I told myself that I wasn't going to do this anymore. I knew what I was doing was not really something that I wanted to be doing, but I felt like I had just got to get the right motivation and put some willpower to it, and and then I would be done, and I would quit this, and I wanted to be the kind of kid who didn't have to feel ashamed of who I was when people weren't looking. This was around the time that I went to my first youth conference, and I'm pretty sure that was in Seward, Alaska at some high school. Well, my guess is that there's like one high school in Seward, so if you live in Seward, you probably know exactly where I was, but it was a blast. It was this amazing weekend event where I learned so much about who I was and about, you know, just life and cool stuff, and the theme song for that week, for that uh, youth conference was... Fly Like an Eagle by the Steve Miller Band. Pretty sure that is a not-so-veiled reference to getting high from the same band that brought you the line, some people call me a space cowboy, some call me the gangster of love. But as kids, we just went along with it and enjoyed our time learning about the gospel with our friends, meeting new friends from around Alaska, and singing along whenever the leaders played the song, you know, the chorus. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping (laughs) into the future. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that song is about getting high. Anyhow, I came back from that youth conference more motivated than ever to be done with masturbation. The thing about motivation and willpower is that they're pretty unreliable partners. And I, and that's what I felt when I, you know, I had that motivation to stop masturbating in my life and I wanted motivation to be a reliable partner and it just wasn't. Uh, So I've talked about willpower being a trap and how it's the wrong tool in episode number 38. Let's talk about motivation. Motivation is fleeting. It comes, it goes. It usually only sticks around for a little while until some other emotion takes over our current moment. Anyone who has dieted knows this. We are forever fighting the battle of the bulge in this country, and part of the reason is we use motivation to start strong, and then when that motivation is all used up, because emotions will all fade eventually, we haven't built the habits that we need to behave the way we think we want to behave when we're motivated toward the end result that we're looking to achieve. As I've been reading the book Tiny Habits by B.J. Fogg, I've noticed that what I was doing as a young man was the same thing as seeking motivation 
when I was trying to eliminate a behavior that had been keeping me from being my very best self. I was using motivation as the catalyst to try and start this process, but I wasn't doing any of the good follow-up work that you really need to do to be effective and really make this habit change happen. The, this problem did not go away as I got older, and, and as BJ puts it, this behavior was a design issue and not a character flaw. What I needed to do and what I eventually did long before I read BJ's book was create a series of habits that crowded out my pornography and masturbation habits. I undermined what they were giving me by creating habits that gave me more. They gave me more of who I wanted to be, not necessarily more dopamine. And that, in the long run, led to a, a better sense of myself, and I felt better about who I was, which gave me more dopamine, right? And just like the examples that BJ uses in his book, when I lapsed into old habits, I didn't look at it as a failure that impugned my character and made me irredeemable and broken. I saw it as a moment to learn how my designed behaviors had worked and how they could be improved. I've always felt like a tinkerer. My wife is often amazed at the things that I do when it comes to building and creating and fixing the things in our home. I love to use tools and build and create, design and refine. When I stepped back from the 12 steps and the counselors you know, that I had about eight years ago, that was the same attitude that I brought to my pornography habit. Fix, build, create, design, refine. So I want to give you two habits, two tiny habits that I've identified from those years that helped me create new habits that helped me so I could see pornography as a problem I had outgrown and I no longer needed it to help me feel better in the moment. So if you're someone who needs help with pornography habits or any really any unwanted habit and wants to work on it with me, go to my website, zackspafford.com slash work with me and set up a consult with me. I can tell you how you can get the, the one-on-one help that you want to get to being worthy and free and clear from this trial in your life. So the first habit that I worked on, the first habit that I created was really, it was just a simple phrase. Whenever I would feel the urge to use my, you know, my phone to look at pornography or get a phrase from my thoughts that would say something like, hey, now would be a good time. You'll be all alone. No one will bother you. You're going to you know, have some space to do some pornography and masturbate. I know it sounds like really weird when you say your thoughts out loud and that's what they are. But when that would occur, I would stop what I was doing. And just for a few moments... I would stop and it didn't, you know, in in the end, it didn't even have to take 10 seconds as I got better at it, but I would center myself and I would breathe deeply and say, I can totally look at pornography if that's what I really want. Those words, usually under my breath, but both physically and audibly to myself, I would say them, right? Then I would, as if, you know, as if I were looking at the moment in the eyes and addressing it like a person that I loved and respected. Now I realized now that I was addressing someone that I wanted to love and respect, which was me, I would just sit there and I would look it in the eyes and I would wait for the urge to subside as if it were answering me. And occasionally I would use pornography in those moments. More often, the urge would pass. I would emerge from that conversation with myself pleased and more relaxed than when I went into that moment. It was a simple ritual that freed me from the fight. 
you know, the fight that I had been waging against myself, that, that tenseness, that battle mentality, that keeping it at bay that we often talk about, it kept me grounded in my agency and in my higher purpose of being a better version of me, the one that didn't use pornography. At the time, I didn't know this, but that tiny ritual was the kind of habit that BJ talks about in his book. It was simple. It took little time and it pushed me in the general direction I wanted to go without needing to dig into that willpower or motivation that can be so fleeting and so unreliable. Some of you might be saying, you're probably sitting there going, well, I don't want to give myself permission to look at pornography. That would mean that I'm going to go against my moral compass and and what I believe and that's not who I want to be. I don't want to do that, right? To that, you know, I often have clients who literally say those very things to me. To that, I often say, Uh, you know, when they believe that that's true, that that you already have permission to view pornography. It's actually inherent in the reality that you are able to choose between right and wrong, good and evil, Coke and Pepsi, which is funny because I don't actually like Coke or Pepsi. I don't don't drink either of those. I'm a root beer man. But there is a key in that phrase that really made this work for me. If that is what you really want. Sometimes we want things that aren't good for us, like root beer floats, (laughs) right? But if we were to have them all the time, right? If we really did say, well, you know, you can, you can absolutely have that if that's what you really want, and then you always chose to have them, then you'd probably feel really crummy. You'd feel crummy physically, you'd feel crummy about yourself, you'd feel, you know, it would bring all kinds of negativity into your life if that's what you chose. That phrase, you know, It's essentially, I can, but I choose not to. That phrase acknowledges the middle ground and it clears the way for a conscious decision based on what you want, not just in that moment, but over the long term. So the second tiny habit that I had was simple, but it was profound. Whenever I was tempted to give up or to think it was too difficult to keep up the streak I had had built, and, and I began to believe that no one was perfect and that I deserved a break, I would just step into my own shoes one hour from now, right? So that thought would come, hey, man, nobody's perfect. You deserve a break, right? Like you've had a good run. Take a break. And I would step into my shoes one hour from now, and I would just take a minute, and I would imagine where I would be, what I would be doing, why I would be there, and how I had gotten there. I would see who was around me. I would think about their relationship with me. And then from that place, I would think about me, where I was right then, imagining myself in the future and think about what I really wanted to believe about that moment. So do you, hopefully I haven't lost you there. So I would, in the moment that I was being bombarded with these thoughts, I would think about myself an hour from now, thinking about myself where I was in that very moment, right? Then I started to ask myself things like, did I want to believe that it was too hard? Was it really that I deserved a break? Did I need to be perfect? Invariably, my future self would tell my current self, it's probably not worth it, but ultimately, it's your choice. It was a simple conversation, but it got me out of my current place. It got me out of where my brain was right then and moved me to a place where I, again, wasn't reacting to my lower brain and its insatiable desire for dopamine. I wasn't fighting with me. I was acknowledging what I wanted from a real long-term and higher brain perspective. I also wasn't taking it to an all or nothing thinking place. I was being clear with who I was, who I wanted to be, and who I would be based on my decisions. 
Now, those two habits, they were really simple, and they're so simple, I think, that anybody can do them in a matter of moments. And I want you to just you know, try them out. If this is a problem that you're working on, you want to overcome your pornography use, try these two simple things out, and don't beat yourself up if you don't get it right the first 67 or so times. I know that's a lot of times, but just... Just give it time. You'll get the hang of it. And, you know, like BJ says in his in his book, these tiny habits are so transformative. They are the catalyst that builds a world, a reality, where you're being the person that you really do want to be. And that, to me, is, is the key. Being who you want to be, creating the person that you want to be without having to rely on willpower or motivation that isn't always going to be around, but being able to create habits, create tiny habits that begin to erode away at the at the habits that you want to leave behind. All right, you guys. Listen, I love you guys. This has been an awesome week. I'm looking forward to the coming week. I'm looking forward to the coming week having some really good news in it. Hey, and if you guys have, you know, if you would like to get together and do a man weekend in St. George, kind of like the one that I just did in the spring, or if you would prefer to do a couples weekend in the spring, shoot me an email. I would love to do that with you guys. I think it'll be amazing. And we will talk to you guys next week. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Self Mastery Podcast. Imagine you sitting next to your loved one and no longer bogged down by the greatest trial of your life. Each month, I offer a free webinar that you can attend where you can get your questions answered about how you can break free from pornography use. Take a moment now and go to the website, zackspafford.com slash free call, and you can sign up for free. You don't want to miss out on this amazing opportunity to ask questions, learn a new skill, and even get coached live if you like. We'll see you then. Thanks for listening to Thrive Beyond Pornography. If you're seeking guidance and support to overcome pornography for good and begin creating a thriving life beyond it, check out my free webinar, How to Overcome Pornography with Skills that Actually Work. You'll learn practical, proven skills guided by an expert coach who has personally overcome pornography. Whether you're getting started for just yourself or along with your spouse, Darcy and I can teach you the tools that will help you put your life on the right path for you. Be sure to check out the show notes for a direct link and If you could take a moment to leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts, it would mean the world to us. Your reviews play a significant role in helping others discover the show so they can join us on this transformative journey. Thank you for being part of the Thrive Beyond Pornography community. Until our next episode, stay strong, stay focused, and keep thriving.